she spent her time feeling anxious about not being enough and trying to play the role she thought she had to play. She didn't know how to be authentic because she didn't know what mattered to her. When she explored her values and took a stand to commit to her values, that's when she was able to, and I quote, have a purpose larger than my own life. Lynn says, I was freed from petty thoughts of not being worthy and from my doubts and fears about whether or not people like me. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach. I am devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. Thank you so much for being here with me. If this is the first time you're tuning in, you are in the space where every week for about 15 minutes or so, you get to cultivate awareness about your communication and you also learn transformative tools to bring forth more love, more peace, and more equity to your life, your relationships, and to all the precious members of our human family. If you listened to the last podcast episode, or if you've been part of the Language Alchemy podcast for some time, you know that I devote a podcast episode to discussing books every month. These books are about communication or inspiring books that have influenced me to bring forth more love, more peace, more authenticity, and more equity. And today, I am going to talk about one of the most inspiring books I've read in a while, a book that just came out this year, and it's written by one of the most powerful, inspiring, and humble leaders I know, and that is Lynn Twist. I had the honor of seeing Lynn speak at a book signing event near me, Northern California, and you can actually see a picture of the event with Lynn Twist on my Instagram feed. Just go to at Language Alchemy and you'll see a picture of us there. Lynn's new book is called Living a Committed Life, Finding Freedom and Fulfillment in a Purpose Larger Than Yourself. I highly encourage you to read this book. If you have a purpose larger than yourself and sometimes, like me, you get overwhelmed by it, read this book. Or if you would like to have a purpose larger than yourself and you don't know how to go about it, then this is a great guide. Or if you spend most of your days being very concerned about your own grievances about life, and that means that sometimes you feel hopeless, depressed, or anxious, and your life feels small, then definitely read this book. There's so much about this book that I would like to share with you, but I really want to make sure you read it. So I'm just going to talk about three points that Lynn makes, and these are taking a stand, how transforming your language helps you transform how you live your life, and at the end, I'm going to give you eight steps to creating a committed life. Let's begin by talking about taking a stand to live a committed life. 
Lynn invites you to understand your values. I know we've been talking a lot about values during the last few episodes of the Language Alchemy podcast, and Lynn writes about how we can't actually take a stand if we are not clear about what our values are. She shares a lot about her own journey when at the beginning of her marriage, her husband was earning a big salary and she didn't really know much about her values. And so she spent her time feeling anxious about not being enough and trying to play the role she thought she had to play. She didn't know how to be authentic because she didn't know what mattered to her. When she explored her values and took a stand to commit to her values, that's when she was able to, and I quote, have a purpose larger than my own life. Lynn says, I was freed from petty thoughts of not being worthy and from my doubts and fears about whether or not people like me. Commitment is something that takes you out of yourself and into the realm of service. Throughout the book, there are so many inspiring stories of people around the world who are living committed lives. People who come from different backgrounds, they have different ages, levels of ability, different circumstances. And in all these stories, you read about the values that these change makers, these people who are living a committed life are having. And through the stories, Lynn reminds us that we are living at a time in history when all of us are needed, which by the way, is something you've heard me say a lot during the Language Alchemy podcast episodes. And I hope that after reading this book, you will be inspired to live a committed life. Let me read here what she writes. Taking a stand comes from the deepest part of you. The very heart of who you are, a stand, is something uplifting and it enhances life. It's usually for something rather than against something. Once you take a stand because you know what your values are, you can commit your life to what you stand for. And by the way, if you think that what you stand for is too big to commit to, well, let me share what Lynn's commitments are. She writes, I have so far five major commitments in my life. Ending world hunger. The Amazon rainforest. Changing the dream of the modern world. Transforming how people relate to money. And empowering women to take the rightful place in what I call the Sophia century. Wow. Huge commitments, right? Ugh, reading about her commitments inspired me to reflect on my own commitments, and I'm going to share them with you here. My commitments are, number one, to bring forth more love, more peace, more compassion, and more equity through conscious communication. Number two, to wake up to my essence nature and decrease the unnecessary suffering for all members of our human family. Number three, to show that deep connection, healing, and meaningful relationships are possible with people who have a very different view of the world than ourselves. Four, to humbly be of service to the next step in our human evolution as we use a language that can create relationships, families, communities, and a world where we all matter and we all deserve the same love, worth, and possibilities. 
And number five, to keep learning about the ways in which I am perpetuating harm to our human family and our planet and make the changes I need to make. Uh, I feel very tender in my heart sharing those five commitments with you. And I'd like to know about you. What are your commitments? What would you like to commit to? What do you stand for? And of course, as you heard me say many times before, I love hearing from you. So if you are on my mailing list, you can email me or you can DM me on Instagram at Language Alchemy and let me know what you stand for. And now let's talk about the second point about Lynn's book. And that is how transforming your language helps you transform how you live your life. I love that Lynn included the etymology of the word commitment, which is to pledge oneself. She writes that while commitment is giving your word, commitment is not just about giving your word, but being consistent with your word. She writes, commitment is an act of courage, integrity, and boldness, which can be life-altering and life-defining, a total transformation, not just a change. And she writes about the difference between transformation and change. She says that when you set out to make a change in the world, you are responding and reacting to what currently exists. So your goal is to make it less, to make it more, to make it different or better. Transformation, however, creates something anew. She gives us the example of the transformation a caterpillar goes through to become a butterfly. And she points out how these two creatures have forms that are so different. The butterfly is not more caterpillar. The butterfly has a completely new form. This resonated with me so much because if you've been following me for a while, you know that I don't talk about being a better communicator or I don't use words like better communication or that we need to improve our communication. You've heard me talk about authentic communication, skillful or conscious communication, And that is what happens when you are able to understand how your communication is a product of all the layers of your conditioning, when you are able to connect to your values, to have a vision of the kind of life and relationships you would like to have, and the kind of contribution that you would like to make to our human family. And then you need to learn new communication skills that express your values and your vision. And that is when you are able to communicate authentically, skillfully, consciously. And when you do that, when you go through that entire process, your communication is completely transformed. That's why I talk about transformative communication. And I don't talk about just better communication or effective communication. In Lynn's words, Transformation completes the past, makes sense of the present, and generates a future that blossoms out of what is so now. It is respectful rather than critical. It affirms rather than denies. 
It enhances rather than takes away from. It includes rather than excludes. And for that transformation to occur, we need to transform the context. Lynn writes that we transform the context when we transform our language. She writes about the power of language and helps us think that even one word has the power to shift everything. So for example, instead of using the word or in having a you or me world, which is a world of competition for scarce resources, we can use the word and and have a you and me world, one in which there's sufficiency for all. So as you can see, even one word, instead of you or me, you and me, can make such a difference. It can transform the context. And when you transform your language, and I quote, you let go of all perceptions. And with that comes an experience of acceptance, appreciation, and even love. She writes, new behaviors and actions begin to flow from a new source. And that's how transforming your language helps you transform how you live your life. Now, how do you create a committed life in general? Lynn says that to live a committed life, and I quote, you need an ecosystem of support, including new mindsets and new skills, as well as an understanding of your role as an evolutionary activist. Oh, and let me tell you, when I read these two words, evolutionary activist, my soul was on fire. She gave me the words to describe language alchemy. Yes, language alchemy is evolutionary activism. I'm going to say that again. Language alchemy is evolutionary activism. I know that I will devote a podcast episode or maybe many podcast episodes to this topic. But now let's move on to the eight steps to creating a committed life. And these are number one, discover what you stand for. Know your values. Listen to the call of what has always been alive in you. To share a quick example, I know that language and communication was my call. And I have known this call since I was five years old. So listen to the call of what has always been alive in you. Number two, dream big. You've heard about Lynn's commitments and you've heard about my commitments as well. So dream big. These commitments are beyond us. So your commitments will be beyond you. Why? Because they're for all living beings, including our beautiful planet and universe. Number three, create an ecosystem of support. And the truth is that you can't do this alone. Just like I can't bring forth language alchemy alone. That's why I send you weekly newsletters with transformative communication tools that you can put into practice right away to bring forth more peace, more love, and more equity right now. You are helping me. And by the way, if you don't get my newsletters, sign up for the newsletters at languagealchemy.com. 
You are an integral member of my ecosystem of support. When you share the podcast or a newsletter with someone else, you are being my ecosystem of support. And when you create your ecosystem of support, you know how to ask for help. And this is why I constantly ask you to leave a review of the podcast on the podcast platform you use to listen to the podcast, because this is how you help other people find the transformative communication tools for free. So when thinking about what you stand for and for the big dream that you have, what kind of support do you need to live that committed life? Who are or who will be your advisors? Which teachers do you need to learn from? What new skills do you need to develop? What mindsets do you need to shift? Who needs to listen to you? And who are going to be your trusted listeners? These are the questions you need to ask yourself when you create your ecosystem of support. Number four, be part of or form a community of people who share the same values and visions that you have. For example, I have formed groups of women who, like me, are entrepreneurs and who are committed to bringing forth healing in the world. I've also belonged to different communities at different times, and for the last decade, I've been a part of a beautiful spiritual community, a sangha of people who are committed to awakening to their essence nature and decrease unnecessary pain in the world. So what kind of community do you need to be a part of or form? Number five, connect to spirit. From Lynn's perspective, that means connecting to your source and learning to listen to the way your source, your heart, your soul, the universe, your essence, nature, or however you call it, speaks to you. And this includes having rituals. Lynn shared that before she starts a coaching session with one of her clients, she has a little statue of Yoda and she rubs Yoda's head to tap into her own wisdom. I have a ritual too. Every time I have a coaching session with a client, a couple, when I teach a workshop, and before I record these podcast episodes, I close my eyes. I take a breath into my belly center, the center that allows us to communicate with confidence. I take another breath into my heart center, the center that allows us to communicate with compassion. And I take a breath into my head center, the center that allows us to communicate with clarity. That is my ritual to connect to spirit. What is your ritual or how do you want to connect to spirit? You get to choose what kind of rituals you have to maintain that connection. Number six, transform your language and learn to listen. Transforming your language and learning to listen is how you transform the context, your mindset, and how you learn to trust in your own capacity to take action. It's also how you learn to relate to others in a healthy way so that together you can create that healthy ecosystem of collaborators. So what do you need to do to transform your language and to learn to listen? Well, I have several ideas about this, and you can start by listening to the podcast, going to the website languagealchemy.com, 
or taking my eight-week online course, Choosing Through Connection, Learning to Listen Without Losing Your Cool, Taking It Personally, or Giving Up Who You Are, that I teach in the fall. Number seven, acknowledge your progress and practice gratitude. Living a committed life is not easy, but it is so rewarding. So it's important to acknowledge the reward and live in gratitude. For Lynn, part of her progress has been to work with the government in Ecuador and change the constitution to protect the Amazon. And she's very grateful about that accomplishment. For me, it's about acknowledging that I do witness people who work with me, communicate authentically, heal their relationships, and live fulfilling, healthy, and conscious lives. So as you live a committed life, don't just focus on what needs to be done, because there's a lot to be done. But what needs to be done will become easier, less overwhelming, or less scary when you learn to appreciate what you have already done. And number eight, be here for the long game. Your actions may be the seed that takes decades to sprout. Stay committed anyway. Remember, a committed life is much larger than yourself. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. In this episode, you've heard about Lynn's new book called Living a Committed Life, Finding Freedom and Fulfillment in a Purpose Larger Than Yourself. I focused on three points I thought were essential for you to know about this book, which are how to take a stand, how transforming your language helps you transform how you live your life, and I described eight steps you can take to creating a committed life. Thank you so much for listening and for supporting me in living my committed life. May you find the freedom and fulfillment in a purpose larger than yourself. And may you live your committed life. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapo. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.